the uh, Couture building is finally going up, right? Well, it's getting closer, let's say that. I wouldn't say it's going up yet. They have started a little bit of work on the site, but what they actually named, named the firm that's going to help them build it, so that's a big step with, with that. And then they're looking at really moving ahead sometime this year. They are working on the financing for it. I think that should be hopefully wrapped up in the next few months, and then it'll get going. It's a big project. It's been actually on the drawing boards for almost six years now. Uh, you're talking about 41 stories actually on the lake, uh, including residential and retail, and we'll also have a streetcar stop. So this is a significant project, probably not as gone as quick as everybody had hoped, but I'll Obviously, after it's built, it's going to be a heck of an add-on down there. So you're saying to some degree this will be a multi-purpose high-rise. There will be some retail involved as well? Yeah, there will be. And he's talked about a grocery store there, talked about other retail there, talked about some high-end retail on there. Because if you think about it, all the retail or a majority of the retail is either in the Third Ward or it's it's actually going to be on the other end of Wisconsin Avenue. So to have some retail down on that end, kind of near the lakefront, near the, all, all the things on East Wisconsin Avenue, I think would really help the area. Village of Greendale has some interesting vision for the unused parking lot space at Southridge. Tell us about that. Well, this is what we've talked about, Mark, you and I, about malls and kind of how they have to recreate themselves. So here's that, you know, we've talked over the past few months about the issues that there because they're obviously have already lost an anchor with Sears. They're going to lose another one soon with Kohl's. They're so unknown with their other anchors. So they're looking at adding almost 180,000 square feet of space in a number of smaller buildings along Grange Avenue. So this will be a way to expand the mall really to the south, smaller units, but still kind of create what they need there. And that's new, exciting kind of uses that will draw people in. It's kind of what's happening at all the other malls in the area, you know, in terms of out in Brooklyn Square with the movie theater and all that. It's kind of trying to draw in people that will shop and try other things. Are they taking uh, something off the page from Bayshore? I think so, but I think, and as you know, they're struggling up there now, too, in terms of what, the, what they're doing there. So I think what all these malls are trying to find is ways to draw you in that doesn't always mean shopping. It means I'll go shopping, but I may also want to, you know, try a movie. I may want to eat at the restaurant. I may want to try other things. They just need more reasons to have you there because there are very few of us who just shop nowadays. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, the first three car, uh, well, it didn't hit the tracks, but rolled into Milwaukee uh, this past week, and it's exciting. And and the, I love the mayor's comments. Once you experience this, you're going to really like it. Is a lot of politics on the line here? This really has to succeed, doesn't it? It does. I mean, the mayor has put a lot of, there's no doubt, this has been his project. I've never seen him as active and as involved as he is with this one. It's interesting to watch because it's been only under construction for, you know, for over a year now, but now to see an actual car here in town and sometimes later in April or May it'll actually be out and they'll be trying it out on the thing it'll actually start in fall I think for the streetcar everybody wants it to start and see what happens who's going to ride it kind of what's the reaction kind of where's it going to go it's been a I mean I mean I'm not going to say something new here but there are a lot of people who don't support it uh, but I think for the supporters to have it up and running will hopefully change others minds is kind of their thinking so it's a big deal to see it and see it out on the streets and I agree with you. You know, when you're just talking with leadership in a very casual setting, you really hear mixed reactions to this whole idea, don't you? I could say in all my years of, you know, kind of doing this, and of course I'm not that old, but I have never seen an issue like this. You're either for it or against it. There are very few people in between, and people who are for it, they love it. People against it hate it. So it would be fascinating to watch it after it's up and running to see if anybody kind of changes their mind. One thing will, uh, that will require some adjusting, I mean, 
downtown urban driving, or getting around the tracks and stuff, waiting on the trolleys, it's going to take, it's going to be a little bit different approach to getting around in your car in downtown Milwaukee. No doubt about that. You know, Mark, it is right now. I live in the area and I, <laughs> there's a street closed every day that's new to me for right. the project and there's construction equipment everywhere. It's a nightmare now. I just want the thing up and running so they open the streets again. You're right. It's going to be interesting to see that. I'm sure there's going to be a few accidents early on. You know, it's just something to get used to. It has worked in other cities and in other cities it hasn't worked. So it'd be fascinating to see in Milwaukee, where we don't rely on transit as much as other cities, how it's going to work here. If it works, no doubt it's going to be a lot of fun. If it works, oh, I think be it's going to be. I think it's going to be fun, anyways. I think what would be interesting to see is after that first year, because I mean, always remember the first year is free, so there'll be a lot of people who will ride it to try it. After that first year, how successful will it be? There you go. There you go. You had a chance to sit down and speak with Matt Hamilton, uh, gold medalist. Nice guy, fun guy. Oh my God, he's hilarious. He's just a normal guy. He's he's kind of like you and I. He is really trying to use his, you know. 20 minutes of fame or kind of you know kind of that whole thing and having a great time with it i was at an event with him and donald driver and michael strahan over the weekend and uh just the normal guy he had he had that medal around his neck he wanted to show it off he wanted to engage with people i think it's fascinating how he's realized he needs to use these few months after the olympics to really raise his profile and really to make money i mean that's what they do they don't as an olympic athlete they don't make a lot of money so they have to use that kind of you know that after thing when they are successful to really up their value and he's doing that he's everywhere you know, he's working with Miller Coors. He's getting a bobblehead on him coming soon, which, you know, is the biggest thing for anybody to get. And, you know, it was really having fun with it, but I just found him to be just a normal guy trying to have some fun. Okay, Milwaukee Brewers open up at Miller Park this week. They look pretty good on field, could use a pitcher or two. Financially, how are they looking approaching this season? MLB franchises have to do well to survive, right? They do, especially in a market of our size. We're the smallest one in MLB. So this is a, I mean, how they how they succeed off the field is so important. They've had some success, and there's no doubt what happened earlier this year with the trades for the outfielders has raised expectations. It's also raised the excitement level. They are up in sponsors. They're up in season tickets. It's all, you know, everything's good. But again, it comes down to winning on the field. So they need to, they need to succeed on the field. I know that but the hope is to get up to, up to 3 million again in terms of attendance. That's the goal. We'll see if they get there. For them to hit that number, they'll have to be in the playoff race right Right to the end and in the playoffs. Yeah. So, but I, you know, there is, I will say this, there is more excitement for the Brewers this spring than I've seen in years. If it weren't for Miller Park, an enclosed roof, which would assure the dates will be fulfilled, games will be played, and weather isn't a factor, we would be in a whole different position right now with MLB, I, wouldn't we? Oh, I think I think you're 100 right. I think you know, and I don't know what the numbers in terms of in terms of the round number, but I can tell you a lot of people who live out state who come down there know that it's going to be played on that date, so it's easy to it's easy to plan, it's easy to do. If we didn't have the roof, it would hurt them every day. And it would cost them, obviously, a lot of money. Mark Cass, Editor-in-Chief, Milwaukee Business Journal. Always a pleasure speaking with you, sir. And enjoy the rest of your holiday. All right, Mark. You have a great week.